Hi, it's Leah London, and you are listening to Growing in Motherhood. This is the podcast that inspires mamas to grow, where we talk about the real stuff, not just the good stuff. All things parenting and motherhood inside. Whether you are currently expecting, have kids of your own, or would like to in the future, this show is for you. Let's get started and grow together. I'm so excited to be joined with Erin and Joya today on this episode as we wrap up our second season. Ladies, we've had such a good time together. We talked about so many topics over this past season, everything from burnout to screen time for mamas, being woke, what does that even mean? Early language development, what to expect. We even talked about postpartum body battle scars and even infant mortality and it's been a really rich season in terms of content so on today's episode we are doing a mom check-in we are wrapping up not only this season but this year i cannot believe that we're already starting november and this is in my opinion a year that has flown by so how has things been going joya and aaron I agree. Um, They've been going quickly, rapidly. Like you said, this year has definitely flown by. And um, I think for for us, especially Leah, living in Florida, because we don't get the change of seasons like y'all do, um, Joya, it it comes even quicker because you almost, it sneaks up on you. You almost don't even realize, oh, hey, it's it's fall. It's almost um, the end of the year. So it's, it's definitely flown by. There have been so many changes and um, so many things happening. It's, it's definitely been a whirlwind for us. Yeah, same here. I mean, mm, this past year has been nothing but an elongated transition for me and my family moving from Boston to Michigan. And then now, literally, like as, you know, we're speaking, I'm in the process of moving my family, you know, to Minnesota. Um, And so it's just been a long transition. Um, Moments of great memories um, kind of juxtaposed by moments of mm, challenge. (laughs) And um, and yeah, that's really it. Uh, COVID is still here, right? (laughs) It hasn't gone away. Right. So uh, moving twice during COVID is like, no, thank you. I, I can it. only imagine. We yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> you, you brought up a great point. Just, you know, speaking of COVID, I think that's something that has consumed all of us so much, um, especially as, you know, we, we really started this podcast in the midst of that. And, um, you know, the, the reality is, it's not going away. Like it's becoming a part of our new normal and we're very much still within a pandemic, but it just, this pace and the risk is just a normal part of life, if that makes sense. And I know that that has been in some ways very much an adjustment for me, but I, you know, I've also come to terms with, I think initially, and, and maybe I, I don't, I don't want to speak for everyone, but I felt like at the beginning, I was just kind of, okay, well, when this thing blows over or when it comes to an end and the longer we're in it, the longer the, you know, the reality is even more clear that like, there is no end in sight. 
but life is short and I don't think I know I've transitioned my mindset from you know waiting for it to be over to just saying you know what like I said life is short you know things aren't promised our kids are growing quickly um and that really I have to just just navigate cautiously right like understand that there's just a natural level of risk and just make safe decisions for me and my family but also not like deprive us of you know those those moments of joy and experiencing you know all the fun things that are that happen outside her you know outside of our home um so you know you can't just lock yourself in your house anymore like that's not that shouldn't be you know the thing to do so i'm curious you know how has that experience been for you um erin i know that you know your kids are more like school age now and um you know making that choice i love to hear how you how you kind of went through that process um joy i know you have something to contribute maybe to that space as well and maybe we we go there we talk about how um how we've just navigated through this and what we plan to do moving forward to navigate cautiously. Yeah, so definitely that was, um, it was a a difficult process, a difficult decision um, to make for um, my kids. So Justice is now four, he turned four in September and Sanai is two, she turned two in July. So Sanai is still at home with me. Um, I've, you know, made the decision at two, you know, I definitely am not ready for her to be in school. So she's at home with me and we're doing some learning and things at home. Um, much like I did with Justice when he was that age. But Justice is at the point that, you know, now he's ready to be in preschool. And um, I was definitely nervous and anxious about sending him to school um, during this time, during a pandemic, during COVID. So it was, it was, it was a lot of conversation. It was a lot of prayer. And honestly, it has been um, um, a choice of faith, um, a step of faith, I I guess I could say, for us to put him in school. Obviously, we are being as cautious as we possibly can. And honestly, he is one of only a few children in his classroom that actually wears a mask. Um, And as a parent, I'm surprised by that. But, you know, everyone um has has their own choice to make as a parent so um for me it was very important that he wears a mask and he does and thankfully he's very um he's very particular so he does not take his mask off for anything like i've told him you know you could take your mask off when you're outside at recess and then just put it back on when you come inside but he doesn't take his mask off even for recess as he said so i'm just like well (laughs) i'm not mad at it so (laughs) Just be extra, extra cautious. It's just um, at this point, we are um, being as cautious as we can, being as prayerful as we can, and ultimately trusting in God. The, the reason we decided to go ahead and put him in school, he's a very laid back child, but he does love people. And we really felt like he needed, he was at a point where he needed more social interaction. He has a shy side, even though he loves people. He was getting to the point where he, he's very shy. And, you know, myself and my husband, we both were shy growing up. But we wanted to be able to encourage him to um, to speak up, to find his voice, to be able to interact 
um, with his peers and with others. And we felt that was the best way to do it. Um, honestly, we did think strongly about the idea of homeschooling. And I think that if we had found a family that was doing the same thing and wanting to um, go the homeschooling route and someone that we you know, were able to develop a relationship with and have that trust with um, and like-mindedness with, I think um, we would have definitely gone that route. But that opportunity did not present itself. So, you know, we wanted him to have the social interaction and we went ahead and, and made that choice and then stepped out on faith. Um, I met a mom at the playground the other day and she said to me that her son, they actually did start homeschooling him and the little boy is just such an extrovert and he's such a people person. He came to her and said one day, mommy, I'm lonely. And she was just mm. like, man, <laughs> like I, I need to give my child that opportunity to have that social interaction. And I think we underestimate maybe, maybe up until COVID, I think we maybe underestimated how important that peer interaction was for our kids. And I think we've seen um, throughout COVID how that really has impacted our younger members of society. That's great. And I'm glad to hear that he's doing well and, you know, following your family rules, the desire to remain safe and wear masks um, in those public spaces. Actually, I don't know if you saw, there was a, it made the news, there was a little boy, I don't know, probably kindergarten age, who actually wore his mask in his school picture. And the photographer told him, <laughs> like, oh, you can take it off. And he was like, no, my mom told me not to take it off. So, <laughs> Go ahead, so boy. In the school picture, he's wearing it. And it is the cutest thing because you can still see him, like, you know, his eye, like, you know, smiling with his eyes. Um, but I just, I just chuckled when I saw it and I was like, you go, you go, do, do what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, yeah, how is the, um, how are you finding it with your family and navigating and maybe, you know, are there some fun activities that you found, um, to engage your children outside of the home? Um, how have you, how have you found that experience? So homeschooling my kids, it was advantageous for us to be near their cousins, like some of their cousins, right? So um, Jaren's three girls are around Ava's age and then our boys are the, practically the same age, two months apart. And so they really had that social interaction, like really at whenever they wanted it. Mm -hmm. um, so it wasn't pressing for me to find them, you know, additional external social interactions, although it is helpful, you know, um, obviously keeping that to a minimum during this time. But um, yeah, that was very helpful. And as a large group, almost like a, a homeschool gang, <laughs> we would go to like the aquarium and to like the children's hands-on museum and um, the cider mill, like do activities to make them feel like, you know, we're still getting out there and experiencing cool things and learning while we do it. Mm -hmm. um, and like Aaron, just stayed masked up. Um, Logan has been wearing a mask since he was born. <laughs> like he, he will ask for his mask and say mask, mommy mask. And it's crazy that mask is one of a one-year-old's first words, mm -hmm. right? 
Um, so he's just very comfortable with it, um, which makes it easier. And so is Ava. I mean, they're practically COVID babies. So um, that has been easier than most people have had it um, for our family. But yeah, just getting out there and like Aaron said, sanitizing your hands, washing. They even um, at the aquarium pet, what was it? Starfish and anemones. <laughs> and um, so they were just like, okay, guys, you know, make sure before you touch the anemones, you need to wash your hands. And they're encouraging it, it you know, in the um, museum as well. And so it was good to see and, and comforting that people were also trying to go by the, you know, COVID protocol guidelines. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I think we all, for our mental health, just need to get out of the house at this point, <laughs> whether Absolutely. it's for us or the kids. And, um, and and so going to places like that where it's like a family-oriented place has been very easy. Navigating safely is just such a key as we move forward, right? And I know I have taken my children um, to some fun things as well, mostly outdoors, because I think that's just an easy way. Um, mm -hmm. But there have been times we've also gone to the aquarium and to me, I just feel a little more comfortable going in during non-peak times. Um, and so mm -hmm. usually it's, you know, maybe early in the morning um, or it depends on the location, right? You can like, I know sometimes you can like go on like Google Maps and it will kind of give you a generic like, I don't know if you've seen it. It's almost like a like a bar chart will tell you some of the peak times at certain locations. Yeah. That's been kind of helpful with planning. Um, and so, yeah, I, I was, I think I was beginning my second trimester at the beginning of the pandemic. And so for the first year or so of this new pandemic experience for everyone, like I was, yes, I mean, you could not focus on it, but I was also very consumed with my pregnancy and the birth mm -hmm. and just being a new mom. But now fast forward to this time, it's like, you know, I feel like I'm living new, this new normal with my life. And so it's less about, you know, just being indoors all the time and more about, well, how can I, you know, stimulate my kids and their their minds and get them exposure and just learning and growing and so you know they they still do not do everything with me right like when I'm running errands I don't necessarily take them with me um, but I'm also at a place where you know they, they don't go to daycare at this time but I also recognize like that's a luxury that not everyone has the option to you know some people are working on site and and they have to or they choose to, and that's not a wrong decision. Um, but I'm also clear that, um, you know, I, 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 I have the quote unquote luxury of, of not having to automatically do that. Um, mm -hmm. So I have seen, you know, some good, if you will, some good things that have lasted. Um, so for instance, like I still have the ability to work from home, which has tremendously helped with my just like life balance. Um, but it's still, you know, very much not easy. And I love that we touched on mental health because, again, the beginning when you're kind of like anticipating it being over at some point and then you realize like, oh, wait, this ain't over yet and it probably mm -hmm. won't in a while, um, that it's just important to make decisions for yourself and for your family to allow you to be in a better space um, mentally, physically. 
And so I'm, I'm glad to hear that everyone is, you know, doing their part within their families to just make the best out of the situation. That's, that's definitely beautiful. Are there any tips that you would love to give to our mamas, our listeners out there? Um, something that has maybe really helped you as you continue to navigate um, this new norm that we're in? Something that has been really helpful, and this I think is helpful whether you are um, homeschooling or whether you are um, have a child in school, um, if you're homeschooling and you don't have a homeschool gang, <laughs> like you do, Joya, which I love that you guys are able to be together. And I love that. Play dates, I think, are great as far as a safe play date. Um, the playground is wonderful. You know, for some parents, they choose to have their kids wear masks um, on the playground. Um, for other parents, they might be okay because it's outdoors um, and you're in open space and you're able to kind of keep that distance when you're on the playground. Or play dates or parks for play dates are great. You get the benefit of being outside in the fresh air. Kids need that every day anyway. You get the benefit of the social interaction with their peers. And then you get the, the added bonus of it being a safe space. You're outside. You can keep social um, distancing guidelines. And the kids can still have fun and learn. Um, I have both of my kids, both Sanaya and Justice, are doing swimming lessons as well. Um, they're just doing the survival infant swimming right now. Just because we live in Florida, we're around a lot of water. I want them to be safe. But it's also a great just extracurricular activity for them. It's outdoors. Those are some great suggestions, Erin. Thank you. My greatest tip would be to relax, mama. (laughs) (laughs) Because even though we are in a totally stressful pandemic, like you still can't live in fear. And like I said, I'm moving for the second time this year. (laughs) And so moving during a pandemic where you, you know, I've had to keep my children in hotels with me. Um, We're going to find you know, a place to stay and, and it's not easy, but you know, you go in and you clean what you can clean and, you know, can constantly wash, wash hands and, um, and you do your best. But at the end of the day, as long as you're doing your best, you are right. (laughs) (laughs) Number one. (laughs) I absolutely love that reminder. And I think that is so good to end on um mama you are doing your best and take that time to just relax um we can get so consumed and overwhelmed with all of the all of the noise out there i definitely appreciate you ladies joining me on this episode as we wrap up season two we missed jaren on this episode but no she'll be joining us again in season three our for our listeners out there be sure to be tuned into our instagram page um but we will be sure to post updates and when you can expect our season three in year 2022 so i know right (laughs) so thank you so much ladies for your time and bye for now bye (laughs) bye